Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Writer's Block Podcast. All right. I am your host, Bobby Brown Jr. Uh, once again, we back at the Comedy Zone. Shout out to the Home Club, the best comedy club inside a hotel in the world uh, here in the Ramada Inn in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, I got a special guest in the building real quick. All the way from Cleveland, right? Yeah. Cleveland. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, my man's here at the Comedy Zone featuring uh, with Benji Brown. Uh, we got my man B-Titty in the building, Thanks man. Thanks for having me, man. Glad to be here. <laughs> What's Appreciate going on, B-Titty? How, how are you? I'm good, man. Okay. Loving the weather. There, stuff like that uh, here in Florida. Yeah, came from Cleveland. It was about forty degrees and snowing. <laughs> so I got, got off the plane, yeah. overdressed. Yeah. Okay. Right, off rip. My audience is wondering in the head. B Titty. You gotta <laughs> tell me what's the name. Okay. Is, is right. there? Is there? Is there? Is this a family name? Titty's the name. So um, when I was younger, uh, when I was born, I was born with a birth defect. And, okay. Um, I had to be like I couldn't take like regular baby food. Mm. I would like throw it up. Uh, and, wow, um, I had to be breastfed till I was like five years old. Okay, so is that mom, an embarrassing age? Yeah, it's okay. like like after probably like three, <laughs> right. after like three, you're done. And then um, my mom, she would joke like she have men company come over and they'd be trying to like mess with her stuff. She'd be like, uh-uh, and these bee titties. And um, <laughs> so okay, no, I'm talking. <laughs> like, okay. I, I had you going for a minute. He like, damn man, I heard, I heard of that birth defect before. <laughs> nah, but, uh, nah, I'm like, wait, what? Nah, I, so, even, I was I was trying to let me rock with it too. <laughs> okay, yeah, them bee titties. You, nah. you threw your mom in the story. Yeah. I was like, I can't. I obviously cannot call this nigga out. Uh, no, no, no. My name, my name, Brian Titwell. So my okay. full name is Brian Titwell. Uh, you know, growing up in school, elementary kids flip your name. Brian Titwell. Everybody, ah. call, everybody called me Titty Well in okay. school in mm. elementary. And then the, the, uh, me and my cousin went to school together. They used to call us Left Titty, Right Titty. Just you okay. know, just hazing. Okay, that makes sense. I went to high school with a yeah. dude named Alan Tutwiler. Yeah. And obviously we said Titwiler. Yeah, he's, like so, he's a cool dude. Though. Yeah, so uh, good for him. Everybody just start once I turned like sixteen. Everybody called me Titty. Mm. So if you grow up with me as a that's my name, Titty. Wow, so that's, kind of a, that's kind of a cool nickname. Yeah. Like there are kids who have worse nicknames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of got a good yeah. one. So after that, I just I was just when I started doing um, videos first, I was like, you know what? I need to think of something. I started calling my stuff uh, the Adventures of B Titty. Mm-hmm. Um, so then it's wow. Yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we got B Titty in the building up, here in Jacksonville, Florida, man. Yeah. All right. Interesting uh, way of how things happen. Um, about probably by, I, I want to say definitely over a year ago, man. Uh-huh. I did an interview here with. Rob Ward, okay. um, and that was one of my earlier interviews uh, here. Like I was shooting those interviews on the front screen of an iPad, okay, <laughs> back where Rob was got still a camera here. Now? Yep. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. moving on up, yeah. you know. Um, and and Rob is from Cleveland, so he told me about you. Yeah. Literally, in in the podcast episode that we did together, he said that you were his best friend. Yeah, that's my this, brother. This is this is what he told me about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so it's reciprocated. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's my All brother, right. man. Man, Rob, we went to high school together. Didn't really know each other in high school. Um, but we graduated 2004 high school. Wow. I didn't meet Rob until 2011. Okay, okay. So That's I started crazy. doing comedy in 2011. And I, and I went to an open mic that he was at. And that was the first place I performed. He was hosting the open mic. He was only a year. At that time, he was uh, calling himself the Prince of Comedy, doing Cleveland's Prince of Comedy, only doing comedy a year. Yeah. Uh, me, <laughs> me being naive, just seeing somebody on a flyer, I thought he made it. I'm like, I got to meet this dude. He on a flyer. Maybe I need to try that here. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's how I can get like, a little real, Anybody that's not in the game, when you see somebody on a flyer, yeah. when you naive to certain things, you think they made it. Mm-hmm. He on a flyer. Wow. I'm like, I got to meet this dude. Okay, okay. So how did that show go? Did you do good on that show? What, your first one? Yeah, I walked in, and um, I remember walking in. Uh, Rob was managed by a dude that I, I, I grew up with, so that's how I got on the show. I reached okay. out to him. 
and I walk in and Rob like, yep, you going first and you got uh, three minutes. Mm. I'm like, shit. Oh, wait, you were first up. I was first up. <laughs> My first time ever on stage. You're like, you going first, you got three minutes. So you hadn't even seen, yeah. you haven't even seen, uh, uh, you, you saw it on TV. You haven't even seen it in real life no. yet at this point or you I, were the first I had, one? Um, I had, ne- that was my, um, a week before that, I had went to uh, open mic. That was my first time experiencing okay, so live comedy. Okay, you attended one before. Yeah, okay. I had went to open mic for the first time. That was a week before. That was my first time seeing live comedy. So now at this point, you know, I've been watching it on TV and grew up studying stand-up. Okay. Uh, but, like, seeing it live, it was open mic. And um, I remember I went to the bathroom. I was playing um, Eminem, Lose Yourself, in my headphones. <laughs> that, was like, your, that was your get hype right, song? Like, right. <laughs> I see them do this in the movie. This shit yeah. got to work. Right? I can't knock it. Eminem was my, was my first favorite rapper. Yeah. Uh, it, I'm like, all right, let's get it, let's get it. And then I went up and, you know, looking back, it was bullshit. But yeah. at that moment, for the level I was at, mm-hmm. I did, I did what I was supposed it. to do. It was I ended up doing like eight minutes. Like, wow. he was okay. like, if you're doing good, I'll let you keep going. So I ended up doing like eight minutes. Did you did you have jokes written already or you came? No, I had it written. So I was, our, I was, that's the one thing that I still to this day, I'm very organized with my material. Mm-hmm. So I already had, I had wrote it out already. I had practiced it already. So I was like, if anything, I already knew with public speaking, when there's awkward silence, it makes you lose your train of thought. Mm. So the one thing I want to do is like, I'm like, I can't not talk. Yeah. So even if they're not laughing, I'm going to say this shit exactly how I wrote it. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So I knew it. So even when the joke didn't get a laugh, I was on to the next yeah. joke. It never was an awkward feeling for me. Yeah, um, I think that's what it's about with like the first time earlier. Yeah. You want to get you. We usually think, okay, let me make sure I'm right. Yeah, and yeah. then like the, the the crowd is almost secondary yeah, in that uh-huh. phase. Like most, I guess the first comics time. think about the crowd when they first start because you thinking it's funny to me, so it's gonna be funny to them. But yeah. you don't understand delivery. You don't understand setup, punchlines, nothing. So when a lot of comics when they first perform, they be like, yeah, man, and uh, I told her. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. And then nobody be like saying nothing. No, nothing. And you like, y'all crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have, I've seen people go, uh, uh, relationships? That, that ain't work. Let me hit y'all with some fire. Yeah, yeah. That one ain't work. I got some fire coming. And yeah. then scroll to the phone. So that's how I be, man. So I just didn't want to do that. So I knew my material. But thank God it was funny to people, too. Yeah. And the area we performed in was pretty much people we went to high school with. Uh, so people already kind of knew me and, and, and knew Rob. So it was like more of a welcoming feel. Okay, for sure, know. for sure. Um, so you started comedy 2011, you yeah. just said. So then you've been doing comedy 12 years 12 now. Years, yeah. Congratulations yeah, to I you. Uh, uh, I'm five years in five years right in, now. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you think, like, like pretty much your, your high, like, give me a high moment in these 12 years, man. Like something that you were like, just an experience because I don't, I think there's nothing like the live feeling you get yeah. from stand up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we got to post stuff on social media and uh-huh. things like that. But as far as comedy, you got any highs or any shows you were at where you were like, damn, this is crazy. Um, probably the first time I performed at my home club, the Cleveland improv. Okay. Wow. Congratulations. Uh, like man. when I, when I, when I performed there and it got in there, it was a, such a surreal feeling. Like being a person who was like in the audience wishing that, they just called me like, come on up here, man. Yeah. Oh, we got a comedian from Cleveland. <laughs> oh, just come on up. Okay, oh. Right? And just to finally getting that and getting that recognition, like, damn, like, I belong. And then I'll probably say another surreal moment for me was um, um, Tony Roberts was one of my, like, Tony Roberts is in my yeah. top five. Shout out Tony Roberts, Tony man. Roberts, he right? was one of the first people to put, to put me on this stage. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Tony Roberts is, like, one of my favorite comedians uh, uh, all time, right? Yeah. And, um... I met Tony Roberts on Twitter. 
before he knew he was Tony Rob. Like he didn't realize he was Tony Roberts on tw- Twitter. Okay. So he just accepting off people and oh. stuff like that because Twitter was new. So. So you were early on. So I'm early tweeting okay. him and stuff like that. He responded back to me and stuff. But I was always funny. And uh-huh. he like, damn, you funny. So he came to Cleveland and I dapped him up. I'm like, what's up? And my name, B Titty, so it's already yeah, it's a thinking. memorable name. So I'm yeah. like, what's up, man? B Titty from Twitter. Like, oh, you're the funny dude. So we chopped it up and stuff like that. He come back to Cleveland and he DM'd me like, hey man, I'm coming to Cleveland. I need a studio. So me and Rob plugged him in what I do with the studio. So then he come back to Cleveland. So I'm like, man, you should let me perform with you. Yeah. He ain't, he didn't message me back. I ended up going to like a Kevin Hart concert. Uh-huh. He hit me back last minute, like, you want to do some time? I'm like, man, I'm at the Kevin Hart concert. <laughs> so then, um, wait, it was in the same city, like yeah, uh, same city. Yeah, okay. So then maybe <clears throat> two or three years later, I ended up getting into improv, and I ended up getting booked for a show with Tony Roberts, hmm. and I performed. I got the video on my phone, and I performed, and he watched my whole set, and I got off stage, and um. He was like on live or FaceTime and he was like, man, it's the Hulk, man. This dude funny as fuck. He's like, I followed, we followed each other on Twitter. I never seen him perform. Yeah. He like, this dude funny as That's fuck. That's crazy. And it was just like, I felt like I, I, I felt like I belonged at that point. Like somebody that I, I looked up to. Yeah. That's wild, jokes, bro. I, I, like I opened up for, him. I opened up for him and, uh, and he was here with Lance Woods, man. Okay, and, yeah. and that was crazy, bro. Yeah. He was a super nice dude, super bro. Super cool dude, man. I love his joke. Uh, uh, uh people having two jobs uh, with the UPS, man, the police, uh, the police. That's probably do it. Yeah. I see them, man. Oh, dude. How long ago was this? You got, uh, I was, it's been going viral on the internet for probably okay. like, probably like at least a year now. A year people now. Re- okay. people will repost it, throw it up there. Is um, Tony Roberts? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, so tell me, like, what what's Cleveland comedy? I've never been to Cleveland before, okay, yeah, but but what, what's like the comedy scene, like the feel, like from where y'all from? Because because you you see in people's comedy, like where you know people yeah. are kind of have a representation of where wherever they built their act, not or maybe like yeah. you know wherever they came from a little bit. What what's Cleveland like? So our scene is um, we have two like um, A B room comedy rooms. What do you mean? Co- by comedy that? clubs. Like okay. comedy zone. This will be an A room, right? It's a it's a club. Okay. It's uh people are coming to see the show. Okay. okay. You know, like a C room or a D room would be like you just at a bar. They didn't even know you was gonna be performing. Yeah. They, they mad you performing. Yeah, they <laughs> there for the wings. They're like, who this nigga talking the game on, right? You perform, right? So comedy club is like they actually came to see the comedy show. So we got like okay. two of those. Um Cleveland is a hard city. Mm. Like like urban rooms is hard. Like they come out like it's almost like equivalent to Detroit, mm. like on the same level, like Chicago, Detroit, New York. Like it's hard. Like they come out and you got to make them laugh. Arms folded. They, Arms they, folded. Yeah. Like they took bets before they came in. Bet money on laugh at shit tonight. Like right, <laughs> yo, right. And that's actually yeah. That'd be crazy, bro. That, 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 that's Cleveland. So it's I've just seen, like, I've seen some viral content on TikTok where yeah. people go to a comedy show and the dude's whole goal is to try and keep a straight face mm-hmm. the whole time. Yeah, and, and not laugh and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's Cleveland. And when they fuck with you, they fuck with you. Mm-hmm. They don't. You know, and if you like, if you take offense to it, they think they funny too. Mm-hmm. So they talk shit to you on stage. Mm-hmm. So I seen the comic get booed. Wow! I seen the comic. I seen the dude like, man, get his, man, get his Jake ass off stage. Like in Cleveland, we say Jake. Like, yeah, that's somebody like Jake can mean anything. You're corny. You're not Got funny. It. Okay, okay. Uh, you a lame. This, right. this party Jake You know So he's like Man get your Jake ass Off stage man So like That's kind of crazy Dude in the front row The headliner Just the headliner 
Right, I ain't gonna say his name, yeah. but he damn near got into it. But get your Jake ass off stage, man! <laughs> I'm trying to help you out. Your shit ain't funny. Like that's like that's Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland sounds. That would be, I don't even know, bro. Do all people get crazy? But yeah. we've had some crazy heckles. But yeah, yeah. it's kind of wild. Cleveland and Providence, they tough. Like that's some most of the time, ninety like eighty percent of the time. If you ain't funny, they just ain't gonna say nothing. They just yeah. gonna look at you. So they like they you have like we are more of a we here to see who we here to see. Mm. So when you out when you first get out there, like you come to Cleveland, man, you eventually you've been doing this five years. You're gonna start making your rounds and get to these cities. You come to Cleveland, my advice is just start off early. Cause if they not there to see you, yeah, you gotta make them wanna see you. You gotta be like, first joke, it gotta be funny. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you're doing a joke and you just trying to set up and stuff like that and you five minutes in, yeah. Most of them, half of them still ordering their food. <laughs> not even paying attention. They ain't even paying attention. So now the other half, they waiting on that first joke. And you do that first joke and it don't hit, they be like, all right, yeah. Yeah, let me get two shots of calm. <laughs> stuff like, yeah. oh, no, the bathroom back that way. Go ahead. Yeah, Go yeah. to the car real quick and uh, get my charge. Uh-huh. Dude, I, that's how I felt like, like, like I know I had to, when I I just started traveling and doing actual stuff, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean, outside of here and like Florida and stuff like that where I started. Um, I did Chocolate Sundays, First Impressions, bro, yeah. and I only had three minutes. So I was like, damn, I ain't no, ain't no long setup for the, right. nigga, you better get up there get and, up and, there and do it. Get, get them to laugh mm-hmm. when they don't know who you are and get the fuck off stage. Yeah, but all that stuff, it just adds to the experience, man. Like it adds to, like you got to learn these lessons, you got to learn like how to do it, you got to learn how to be funny in five minutes you got to be able to be funny in 30 minutes then you got to be able to be funny for an hour you know what I'm saying that's why and a lot of people try to skip the line and just be like just because you could talk for an hour don't mean you got an hour set Mm mm-hmm you get what yeah, saying? like the 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 concept and the theme. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's not all the way. It ain't developed yet. You just talking. You up there talking about what you did yesterday. <laughs> like you got to entertain. Like you watch a Benji Brown show. It's entertaining from minute one to minute fifty nine. Yeah, you know, it's just like okay. How that how that connection come about? You touring with Benji and doing these. Uh, so as you know, Rob Ward been touring with Benji Brown for uh, I think six years now. So me and Rob like. <clears throat> People be like, oh, that's my best friend. Like, like, like we family. That's my brother. Like, when he got in the improv, he got me in the improv, mm. right? It was two, three years later, but he got me in, right? Wow. He got the information, and he, he came back and gave it to me. He got on tour with Benji. Uh, Rob ended up doing, like, the Heart of the City. He ended up doing, like, the Apollo. He started doing, like, a lot of stuff. Yeah. Dry Bar. I remember him be- telling me about that. Yeah, so because he started getting more notoriety, he started getting booked for clubs. So Rob does this for full time. So... He gets booked for clubs. Um, Benji um, took him off, came back for Rob. Like, and shout out to Benji. Benji saw Rob a year before and was like, "Hey man, when I start doing my own thing, I'm gonna come back and get you." Mm, and kept that promise. Real. That's real. Like a lot of people just come to Cleveland, yeah. talk to Hollywood shit, and then leave. And you don't hear from him again. Came back and got him. So once Rob started getting more shows. He was he would end up having like the castle because he would be double booked with Benji. Mm. So he's like. His plan is like, um, I don't want to cancel on Benji, but I also don't want to cancel on these other clubs too, because I do this full time. Yeah, he's trying to so, make a name, like he's trying yeah, to make yeah. his own name. And so, so he he told Benji, and Benji is um, all about the um, integrity of the show. It got to be a funny show. And man, Benji met, and he was like, "Hey, man, I can't make it to a show, but I vouch for B to do it." And I did the show with Benji, um, and. I did good, man. Did good the weekend, man. Benji hit it off. We actually like connect mentally yeah. before like even performing good. The conversation, the vibe was right. 
And then Benji's just like, bro, you dope, man. Like, yeah. Like, no, it's then, cool. So any shows Rob can't do, I just fill in. Yeah. Well, that's fucking congratulations yeah, to yeah, you, man. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Is this your first time down here at the, at the club here? Yeah, this is my first time down here, man. Okay, wow. I've been to Florida before. Um, this is my first time in Jacksonville, but I've been, like, to Orlando and Miami. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, like, like yeah. yeah. But this is my first time, like, doing comedy in Florida. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I would say, like, like, like this... Uh, like like we have like, like Orlando, Miami, and stuff like that. Their yeah. comedy scenes are definitely stronger in terms of like you know uh, uh, professional yeah, movement yeah. and like more people, more comics. Yeah. Uh, but you know we get we got this beautiful place here, and uh, no, this but, is beautiful man. You know, it's enough to work out. You just yeah. gotta find it. Yeah. Um. How? What do you say? Like like how do you how do you think that you come up with material? Like uh, do you think you just expect like, you experience life, or you one of those people who you can you can take it something that happened and you write it down and come up with a whole story from it? So I think um, <clears throat> my my material is just life, like stuff that happens to me. Like early on, I had you know, you know, when you first start off, it's just one liners or you, it's stuff that you thought you were funny. Then you start to develop a bit, and then you start to experience more life, you know. And that's how I write. Like um, I was just talking to Benji. I'm gonna do this joke tonight, um, but I had made it a skit on Instagram. And I'm like, damn, this is funny. I should do it on stage. And um, he like, hell yeah. So we just, we was just literally like 10 minutes ago laughing about yeah. this. He like, bro, that's fucking hilarious. And I'm like, that's how most of my skits come up. It's just something that happened to me. And I'd be like, I feel like people could relate to that. That's how I do my material. Like it happened to me. And I think if you authentic like that, you could keep away from doing the same type of material because of comedy. And I had to learn this early, man. Like sometimes you'd be like, man, that motherfucker stole my joke. We yeah. stole my joke, and you be thinking like somebody stole your joke, but like, it's really like we all coming yeah. from the same creative pool. We just living similar we, lives, yeah, so bro. We like, living similar like, lives, so we thinking the same thing. Now you know if a nigga verbatim he's yeah. delivered, but a lot of these concepts we gonna talk. But I feel like if you're true to yourself, you think and, about it differently. You'll, yeah, have, you'll have your own perspective. Your, your own perspective. You know what I'm saying? Like this really happened to me. Yeah, like my McDonald bit. That I worked at I worked at McDonald's for thirteen <laughs> yeah. years. So anything, Nigga. so a person could never come to me like you stole my McDonald's joke. No, call it I worked chef. at McDonald's Nigga. for thirteen years. Call it a chef. I was dying, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was a haircracker, yeah, bro. Like so, yeah. Wait, you worked there for thirteen years, 13 years bro. bro. I started when I was fifteen. Um, I went to college at eighteen. Came back home. Like I sound like I got a jail. Came back home at twenty. <laughs> did a big. Yeah, came did back a big, home. Back came to back McDonald's. Home at twenty, and I worked there till I was twenty nine. Wow. Okay. Wait. So, so what was so special about this McDonald's that you just stayed it there? Wasn't, for I was just, I was complacent. Mm. I was complacent. That's big. Oh, that's yeah. big to self awareness. Yeah, I was complacent. It was just at twenty. It was a good job because when I had three years of experience, when I came back at twenty. I knew how to do everything. Yeah. So I was a young manager. I was a young assistant manager. So 2021, making 50000 a year, that's good. No kids. You know what I'm saying? I'm making 50 grand a year. Yeah. You know, at 20. 21, 22, it was good. 23, it was good. 24, it was good. 25, I had my child. I get on child support. It's not cool no more. Okay. <laughs> oh, you yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah. 26, 25, I started doing, I, I started doing stand-up the same year I had my daughter. Twenty so, When you were 25? 25, yeah. Okay. So now... My goals start to change. Yeah, I never thought I had a talent until I started doing stand up. Mm. So now it's that's like, interesting. Yeah. So you didn't I, think you were a talented person? You didn't, I didn't think, think I was a talented person? What were you doing before? Just, just you were just doing hobbies really poorly. <laughs> I wasn't doing, doing anything. I was just like, <laughs> I'm a work. I don't know what. I I didn't have a goal. I didn't have a a purpose. I was just, 
I was existing. Mm -hmm. You know, I wasn't living. I was existing. Yeah. I was going to work. I went to college because that's what you're supposed to do. Mm. I got a job because that's what you're supposed to do, right? And then once I started doing comedy, I always knew I was funny, but I never thought about it until people start saying, like, bro, you really need to do this. You really need to do it. When I got on stage, I became addicted. And then my goals, my perspective started to change where I was like, man, I got to do this. Yeah. You know, so. How old are you? I'm 36. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I would, I would, that's like, that's older than what I thought you were going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The cocoa butter. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, fun fact, I, don't, I never drank, I never smoked before in my life. So really? I think that played a big part too of me. Really? Still looking young. Yeah, man. So you think the minute you do something, it's just gonna all the age just gonna catch yeah, up. Yeah, the minute like if <laughs> I ever you just take touch a sip. alcohol, it's gonna be like <laughs> all of it. It's gonna be like the mirror, mirror on the wall situation. The mirror crack, like oh, bitch, I'm old again. <laughs> like yeah, so oh man, uh, what inspires you? Like like what inspires you to to do whatever you you know you wake up do this? What was that? What's the inspiration behind you? Keep going to do stand up. Yeah, it's, it's a God given talent. You know, when, when something is, like, God-given, yeah, it's not a job. It's not – it's in you. Like, you breed comedy. Like, something happens, a tragic a, a tragedy may happen. We wired weird. We see the humor in the situation. Yeah. You know, and it's like – like, why the fuck are you laughing yeah, right now? It's not you being malicious. Yeah. It's just, like, that's how God wired me. Yeah. Like, right, you might see, uh, like, me and my boy uh, – um, I did a podcast with my boy, he a rapper, and he was like, I might see a joke in that situation, but because he see he's a rapper, he might see a bar. Mm. You know? Okay, yeah. So I might yeah. say this might be an ink pen to me, but he see it, he like pen, P E N, the pen, the uh the pen, like yeah. you know, so it's like depend pen like you know what I'm saying homonyms is yeah, that the word yeah, for yeah. it is that the, that the <clears throat> so shit? you just see so many different ways to break it down like you know what I'm saying to us we might be like damn how that rapper come up with that mm. to him he like that was easy but a rapper looking at it you like bro how did you think of that joke <laughs> like it's easy bro like yeah you know so it's just like you don't have to it's it's never a feeling like how do you keep going when you love genuinely love doing something mm -hmm. it ain't about how do you keep going it's just like I wouldn't keep yeah, going if when, I wasn't doing yeah, it. Yeah, when can I do it next? Like, when can yeah. I get back? When can I get back, man? Even though sometimes I try to remain, remember, because sometimes, like, doing the business part of anything, mm. you know, you, you get annoyed. You don't feel like it. But you have to always remember, like, you pray for that. Like, right? Like, you performed here yet before? Yeah, I'm, I'm usually right. here all the time. So you hear all the time. But before you ever performed here, right? Yeah. You probably came as a fan and watched the shows and stuff, right? Yeah, it was different. It was different. Like, I didn't know this existed when okay. I was growing up here. Okay. Uh, I started comedy in Tallahassee. Okay. But I, de I wanted but to do professional cl clubs. Right. I wanted to do professional clubs. You wanted to do professional yeah, clubs? Yeah, and then I was like, oh, shit, it's one of my yeah. own now. So the first time you, you remember that feeling praying to get on stage, right? Yeah. So when you first get on stage... Sometimes you have to still remember that feeling because you could get caught up with all the politics and stuff like, man, I don't feel like emceeing. Like me, I moved up to a feature for like the improvs. I got on the improv roster to feature. I had to go do an audition. I had to do a competition against other comics. Mm. And I won. They put me on a feature list okay, for wow. like the improvs and the funny bones and stuff like that, right? So my home club, was still booking me as an MC. I was the go-to MC, but then I finally got moved up to a feature, so they started letting me feature. But then one time they booked me to MC, and I was free, and I 
I almost called an attitude like, man, I'm a feature. Yeah. But then I had to remember wow. like, <clears throat> you used to pray to be on that stage. Mm -hmm. Who are you to be like, you ain't, you too good to MC. Yeah, absolutely. And I humbled myself and I went and did it and I had a great time and I made a connect and it was just like, you got to remember, you know, don't get, uh, what's the word I'm trying to say? Not desensitized. Is it desensitized? Don't like normalize. Yeah. Don't, don't let it become normal. Yeah, yeah. To where you just yeah. like uh, ungrateful. It's yeah. like, oh, remember when you was first, remember when you was a kid and you enjoyed when it snowed and you yeah. like, well, y'all y'all don't even see snow out here. Yeah. But now you get older <laughs> and it's snow. Like, we know what it is. We yeah, know what it is. You know what it is. <laughs> he like, snow, what's that? Uh, you talking about cocaine? <laughs> but yeah, you get older and you be like, ah, oh, man, it's snowing. But remember when you was a kid, you used to yeah. love when it snowed. That yeah. makes all sense in the world, bro. Yeah. I think I'll do good for probably about three months, and then if nothing's happened, I'll, I'll suffer for that for like yeah. a week. I'm like, fuck, man. And mm -hmm. then, but then you know, I'll, I'll miss something. I'm like, damn, I got to get my act right. Let me let me get back. Let me get back to make it make sense. You yeah. know what I mean? Like uh, like I did my first time in Cali uh, last month, bro. I, I had never seen anything like it, but, yeah. but I've been here every week. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and then seeing the Laugh Factory in real life and the comedy store, I'm like, yeah. oh my god, this is fucking crazy. Yeah, you know, uh, but. I had to like coming back here. Yeah. Then I'm like, damn. All right. Well, it, this is cool too. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> you gotta appreciate it, like, cause you wanted to be here at one point. Yeah. So yeah, like at the end of the day, a lot of this stuff we spoke of mirrors too. Mm -hmm. Like I just did the Comedy Zone. Uh, I mean the Comedy Store. Um, the end of last year. Mm -hmm. um, shout out to Nichelle Murdoch. She's actually from Cleveland, but she yeah. she books for the Comedy Store. I heard about her before, man. Yeah, 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 I yeah. tried to reach out to her when I was in LA. <laughs> yeah, she's from Cleveland. Mm, okay, yeah, so that's how our connection happened. Um, she like anytime you're in LA, just let me know. I'll put you on there. And I did the Comedy Store, and it was just surreal, man. Like um, Deion Cole popped up. Yeah, was it the Crack 'Em Up uh, or yeah, Crack 'Em oh, Up? Yeah, yeah, okay. Deion Cole popped up. Crazy. I watched him at the did, Florida Theater. Did his set? Did his special that he doing now? He yeah. did it there, just randomly. Wasn't even on the show. Just popped up right after him. Joe Torrey popped up. Damn, yo. So I'm just That's sitting crazy. there like, wow, this is L.A., right? Yeah. It just pop up, and I remember it was like probably ten comics on the show, and I was just like, man, just put me up. Like after five comics, I'm like, all right, come on. This is sold out crowd. I want to yeah. want them to see me, and then like two more comics went. I'm like, come on, put me up. Seven, the, the eighth comic went up. I'm like, come on. Then Deion Cole popped in, and he Damn. went up. He did 45 minutes. Yeah, and I was like, don't put me up after him. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Yeah. I gotta get some tea. My yeah, damn voice. man. <clears throat> Oh, that's kind of wild. Yeah, bro. Like uh, uh, the show that I was on, I did. I, uh, I did first impressions, mm -hmm. and then uh, I'm. I after I got off stage, I'm looking at the people who actually walked in to to do the chocolate, the real part of the yeah. show. Tony Baker was on the show, man. I'm like, oh, Tony Baker's that's on this crazy. show. And then after Tony Baker do his set, Dion, uh, Don Rollins headlined the show, bro. And I'm like, this is wild. This is this, crazy. I sat there for five hours. <laughs> I, I met Tony Baker in uh, 2011 when I first started doing comedy. He yeah. was MCing. I think Michelle. Murdoch was his manager or something. Mm -hmm. She brought him to Cleveland mm -hmm. and he was just hosting. And he was opening up for, he was hosting for another headline. I can't even remember who the headliner was, but I was just looking at the door. I'm like, damn, this dude funny. Yeah. It, like, so 2011, you, yeah, man. Damn. 2011, I seen him. He was MCing. And I'm like, this dude funny as hell. And you be looking at other people, you like, damn, man, I ain't even there yet. Yeah. Like, look how he <laughs> develops his material is. Yeah. And then you fast forward 10 years later, and now you see him torn, and this dude blew up. And I just go back to that moment, like, six degrees of separation. Like, I was in the same room with this dude watching mm -hmm. him. And then now he became who he became. And it's just like, what I always say, I'm a, I own a business, and I always tell my employees, like, 
um, just from motivational quotes that I always hear. You only lose if you quit. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what me and my homeboys texting the group yeah. chat, bro. Like, everybody doing their thing. We all in separate fields yeah. of what's going on. Like, one of my homeboys, uh, he's a, he runs for uh, the college uh, track. Okay. And winning awards. Like, like one of the fastest niggas. Yeah. Uh, shit. Um, and then my other homeboy, he's in, like, legislation now. Like, mm-hmm. like like making laws, lobbyists. And shit. Dope, like, I'm like, what the? This is kind of wild, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so, it all comes together in a way, you know? Um, let's see. The show is called The Writer's Block. Okay. Uh, do, you, do you deal with, like, like ever, like, times where you can't, I mean, in your 12 years, where you felt like you actually had it, where you mm-hmm. trying to come up with stuff? Yeah, all the time, man. And um, I feel like when you try to force yourself to write is when you really have writer's block. Depending on your style, you just got to let it come to you because you know when you got something and you know when you don't got something. Mm-hmm. When, when, like, me and Rob were just talking about this today, um, it's like when you get a joke, and you're like, oh, I got this joke. And then you just start like adding to it. Mm-hmm. You know that motherfucker about to be funny. Yeah. But when you got a joke and you like. Let me think of what's next. I'm going to come back to it tomorrow. <laughs> you know, it's just like, oh, it might not be yeah. that funny. Yeah. So you're trying to force it. And then also sometimes too, man, sometimes you, you, you're not ready for that type of joke you're trying to write yet. Mm. So like, it, like the, I feel like, yeah, you never forget the topic. Yeah, you never forget the topic, you, but you might not be ready to, to write, write it. You might not be developed yet. Like, I had a joke that I thought of one year into comedy. It was funny as hell, right, to me. Yeah. But every time I did it, it didn't hit. Nobody laughed. And then seven, eight years later, I started getting more confidence on stage, and I went back, and I was like, I'm going to just try to joke, and it killed. And guess yeah. what I was missing? I was acting out, because when I first started doing stand-up, I was just on stage you doing just, my jokes. Yeah, you weren't, okay. You didn't have the, the yeah, story. I didn't have the that, stage animation. presence. Yeah. I didn't have the animation. I didn't know to, you know, and that just came from just working with people and learning and studying and being a student. But sometimes you're not ready for a joke yet and you have to be able to accept that like, damn, it might, it might be funny, but I don't know how to make it funny yet. So it might be a month or you might go on tour with somebody or you might go out of town. You're like, okay, cool. Oh, I know how to make this funny. Mm. I was missing this. That's an interesting perspective. Yeah, man. So sometimes it might be a writer's block, but it might be you just ain't ready to, to do that type of joke yet. Yeah, but it'll come later it'll on. It'll come later on, man. I'm yeah. telling you so many jokes, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and it comes when you get a... I think it comes when you start to travel more. Because when you at home, you end up knowing how to make your home crowd laugh all the time. Yeah. When you go out of town, you got to see those same jokes work out of town before yeah. you really believe in yourself. Like, yeah. Okay, I know how to do stand-up comedy. Yes, yeah, so I was doing, like I said, bro, I was doing 15, 20-minute or, like, feature sets here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had three minutes yeah. in L.A. In three LA. minutes. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. Am I, like, these people have no idea who I am yeah. or where I came from. Yeah. Uh, and then I went. To, I did Vegas the next week. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just paying attention to, to mm. how these things are. It, it was nothing like it, bro. Yeah. Like, have, I felt like it put me in a, I was, I was actually writing, and I, I changed so many punchlines. Uh, not not changed, but, like, I, I ordered my jokes a lot better than I had had them when I was doing them here very loosely mm-hmm. you know going up with all the confidence in the world like I know what it is I'll figure my way through it yeah. when I was over there I was like nah let me let me figure out let me look at it and then I found so many better ways to to get the punchlines closer together you know and right. then it, it worked you know so uh, yeah. I don't know I'm, I'm thinking about going back well not even thinking about I'm trying to go back in June yeah. next time I, I only was there for a weekend Okay, and, uh, but I'm going back in June I'm gonna just stay for the whole month try yeah, to man. get some shows man just, just do it bro just keep grinding keep writing man 
stay organized. Don't forget a joke. You know, I always get on Rob about that. I'm like, Rob got so many jokes, he just yeah. forget. Yeah. Um, I be there's joke. What do you think about jokes that like that? Like, because uh, there are jokes that I don't even tell anymore that people are like, bro, I love that joke. Why yeah. you don't do that joke anymore? You got to bring that back. What do you think about it? Sometimes yeah. you outgrow a joke. Yeah. Where you just like, to you. You're like, I'm not even writing like that no more. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I write so much better than that joke. To certain people, they just like, but I already like that joke. So you have to stay true to yourself because if you start doing stuff that's not really how you feel, mm. it's not going to be delivered the, the correct way that it's supposed to be delivered, mm. delivered, man. So that's a big thing, man. Some jokes be really funny, but like spiritually, you just be like, man, I I don't even want to yeah. do that joke no more. I just don't care about I it. I don't care spirit. about it as much. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's not funny to me no more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got so much other stuff, right? And you, your joke that you probably doing over it probably ain't even as funny as it, but you feel better <laughs> yeah. doing that one than doing the other. That Absolutely. Did. Yeah, man, that happened all the time. Yeah. Like, I got a lot of jokes I look at. I was like, I can't believe I was doing this. Really? I wrote that? Like, I look back, <laughs> ugh. Like, that joke is... Uh, yeah, man, that happens all the time. Yeah, are you so? Are you? Is there anything that you're working on, man? I know you're doing a fe- your feature right now. You said you're on the feature list and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, there's a lot of people who put stand up and like whatever specials or whatever anything yeah. out on YouTube. Are you? Are you? I no. put out clips on YouTube, but yeah. I never thought. What about you? Um, I, I rarely put out clips and stuff like that. Um, I used to a lot of time, but more so like I I, I do the skits a lot. Um, you know. I'm just trying to play my hand and everything. Like, you got to adapt yeah. with the times. So like, now nah, this is a content era, uh, era where you got to create content and stuff like that. I'm not big on putting my material out just because I don't have the name yeah. that I want yet or I don't have the following that I want. And I also feel like, too, sometimes we, um, we like, you're in a comedy circle now, man. Like, you, you've you been doing this five years. You're in a circle now. So, you've been meeting other people. And sometimes you might think, like, I'm not really in a circle. But you are. And you might put some material on, out. And it might be a person who's a bigger name. And they might see it and they'll take it. Mm, like, really? I've been around headliners. I've been around people who bragged about taking newer comics material that's kind of crazy yeah like and you, you i don't think that happened in real life well yeah. i didn't I, I didn't know yeah it happens bro like you'll do something and somebody will do it because they know they'll be like he ain't even using the right i'm gonna do it mm. he don't even got a following they would never know it came from 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 you because you, you got, don't got a voice you yet. got two thousand followers and they got two hundred thousand. so the first person who you so you think they're gonna see do it first yeah them or you easily them. them so now when you do it guess what you stole it. <laughs> now I see where you're going. You like that joke? That's about my daddy. Yeah, that nigga don't even know Robert. Yeah, he don't even know Robert, <laughs> right? And it's just like so. I'm very conscious of that, not being like arrogant where I'm like, yeah, they are yeah. gonna steal my material. Yeah. But I get what you're saying though, like the 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 integrity of it, like trying yeah. to build it up to what it could be. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, because I had a situation where I was naive to me being in the comedy circle, and I got into a um. I got into a slight issue with a comedian that I looked up to at one point. And, um, you know, it was a learning experience. It's something that I regret, man. Um, uh, Brandon T. Jackson, I went to go see him where I was opening up for him. Mm. And I went to see him and I felt like he was he was killing the improv. But to me, as a being in the game, I was like, oh, man, I don't feel like this. I, I was hating, like, oh, I yeah. could do better than that, man. Yeah. Da, 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 da. And, you know, but when I was going, I was such a fan. and went to see him. I'm like, just a young comic like me. And so I'm on Facebook and Twitter tweeting about it. 
About the show? About the show. Oh, wow. Like bashing the show and stuff like that. And um, um, I got a show in Detroit, not even realizing he's from Detroit. <laughs> so you didn't put it all together at all. Like, but but I'm not even I don't see myself how the world see me. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm just Brian from the east side of Cleveland, went to Glenville. But I've been doing stand-up four years now. Yeah. I done been in these cities and performed with people who probably in his circle mm-hmm. that probably follow me. That's probably like Oh damn, he talking shit about Brandon T. Hey, Let me go boy, talk. B Titty talking, saying you down there not doing good. So Brandon T, he approached Rob like, "What's up with this nigga B Titty? Who is this dude B Titty?" Oh god, Rob text oh, me like, <laughs> Rob text me like, "Bro, what the fuck?" I'm like, "Oh shit!" I'm like, "Bro, I was talking shit on Twitter, Facebook," and um, yeah, did I end up running into him like a year later? That's at, crazy. At the Michelle Murdoch show yeah. in Detroit. We crossed paths and stuff like that. I performed. I did good. He told that bitch up. He told Detroit up and stuff like that. But then at that moment, I learned. It really wasn't like no beef. Like we didn't yeah. fight or nothing like that. It was just like that. He asked my dude about her. He made a subliminal post about it. He said, it's two brands. It's uh, LA Brandon or Detroit Brandon. You pick which one you want, right? Mm. So, but I knew it was like, it was a shot at me. But I was just like, at that point, I realized like, Damn, you in the comedy game, bro. Yeah. Like you can't you just know. talk, you can't talk as a fan anymore. Mm. You're actually in the circles. So that's why I, that double back to what I told you. Like you might not think that you in the circles or a person might not steal your material, but yeah. you don't know who watching. That's crazy. All yeah, right. Bro. All right. You know what? That's a good pr- I, I never thought about myself because I, I meet I met people now, you yeah. know what I mean? But I still think of myself as like Bottom of the totem pole, yeah, and like nobody though. paying attention. But guess to what? The... You on the totem pole? <laughs> all right, all right. That's a bar. That's a bar. That's a bar right there. You might be at the bottom, but you <laughs> on that motherfucker. <laughs> oh man! All right. Um, let's see. So where where are you? What are you doing next after you? Got, you're here in Jacksonville. This comes mm-hmm. out on Monday, so you're okay. already gone by yeah, the time. Yeah. But but where where are you doing next? Well, I'm back. I'm actually well next week. This is. Uh, Vacation, but I'm back out here in Florida again next week. Really? Where you yeah, where? I'm be uh, I'm Orlando. All right. Hey. <laughs> yeah. So I was I'm, born in Orlando. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna be Orlando, Florida next week. Um, and then after that, um, got a couple gigs. I got a show in Indiana. Um, I got this theater show with um Josh Adams. That's fire. Com- comedian out of Detroit. Yeah. Um, what's the biggest like a theater show? What, what what's like the biggest room that you've been in? Like crowd like size, a, like a thousand people. That's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, I did a, a thousand people, man. That's the biggest show. Um, but yeah, I'm doing this theater show with Josh Adams, man. When I say dude, hilarious out of Detroit. He was actually on um Hard Knocks for okay. Detroit Lions. Yeah, wow. He did he did a, a comedy set. He was roasting the coaches and stuff like that. Oh, okay, okay. So he's like a dude that's like when I say like a dude that you look at and makes you want to write, but doesn't have a big name yet. Mm-hmm. Like Rob Ward is one of those comedians. Like, like I'm a fan of Rob Ward, even though we friends. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of him. Like I watch him and be like, like damn. Like forget the fact that that's my friend. Even though that wasn't my friend, I'd be like, this nigga funny. That's a funny dude. That's how Josh Adams is, you know. That's how Benji brought, Benji, I watched Benji. It made me want to throw my whole notebook away. I'd be like, God <laughs> damn, how you think of that? You know, Benji is one of those comedians. Like, Benji in my top five too, man. Like, underappreciated comedians that's just fucking hilarious. Like, yeah. So who are you, who are you watching growing up? Like, uh, like you just said top five. Uh, or do you want to, you want to finish the rest? Or, uh, so or are you going to say who I, you was watching? Like, Chris Rock was probably like a comedian that I felt like I catered my style to. Okay. Um, he's more so current event, 
but I just like his setups and like his delivery and his, you know. Um, so Chris Rock was one of my favorite. Uh, Kevin Hart was the comedian that made me feel like I could do stand up because he was when I seen Grown Little Man, I was like, man, he's saying shit that I thought of yeah. before. So maybe I can do this. Like yeah, yeah, you do have the the yeah, way yeah. of thinking. We you have know the, I mean? have the way of thinking. And the Grown Little Man was like one of my favorite specials. I'm just like, this dude is fucking hilarious. And I seen him in Paper Soldiers, mm. which was one of my favorite movies in college. Okay. So I'm just like, this dude do stand up. Um, Vicious Dane Cook Vicious Circle was like my all time favorite like top five specials. Yeah, Dane Cook Vicious Circle. Wow, I, I yeah, he was uh, just he that did special. A, he, maybe not top five comedian. Yeah, but that special. Yeah, when he did at Madison Square Garden was like he did a pop in set at the Laugh Factory when I was there did. when I was watching over. Hilarious man, Vicious Circle. Uh, but Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy, um, Tony Roberts. Benji. Where were you watching comedy growing up? Like what what um like channels, shows. Comic View. Okay. You were a comic view comic um, view watching. Comedy Jam, Jam and stuff like that. So I was I was introduced to that stuff. Like I remember seeing Benji um on there doing his set where he got the uh he got the big powder blue jersey yeah. on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I remember this. Like, no, I'm yeah. a I'm a historian. Like I study this. Like I remember seeing Benji, the big powder blue jer- jersey on. And I remember seeing him and um like it's still a surreal moment. Like like sometimes you gotta sit back and embrace that. Like, nigga, I remember I watched you. Yeah. And now I'm on tour with you. Mm-hmm. I watched you. That's crazy, that. bro. That's crazy. That, like, right? like, like, yeah. When you think about it like that, I watched you. Yeah. I sat in your living room before I even thought about doing stand up comedy. I watched you on TV and I remember your set. Right? I remember that joke you did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember I remember when I got met Lil Duvall. Like Lil Duvall popped up at a show I did. I was doing I was um, hosted for Carlos Miller at the Cleveland Improv, and Lil Duvall was performing. And Lil Duvall came and did his song, Living My Best Life. Yeah. Just did a little set at the end of uh, Carlos Miller's set. And we all in the green room, and he chopping it up, talking to Lil Duvall, just sitting in the room. And I'm just looking like, I watched you on yeah. Comic View, my nigga. I'm in the yeah. room with you. I remember <laughs> you crazy. remixed the, uh, I'm surprised that you called from no. the way you walked away. He, he used to remix songs. Him and Benji used to really remix songs. He's like some of the first comedians that would like remix a whole song. Musical like musical aspect. Yeah, yeah, musical aspect. I remember him doing that. And I'm just sitting there looking like, this nigga just performed Living My Best Life. And we should have known he was going to get into music because he used to remake songs on stage. And I'm like, I think that was an interesting part of comedy too, yeah. like, uh, like, cause I definitely I haven't seen anything like that, like, since, like, you know, what I mean, obviously, like Eddie Murphy is probably like the yeah. first, to yeah, like comedy music. That that was unforeseen, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? That just kind of, you know, was he was like, just a, he was a rock star, so he like, I'm gonna try it, fuck yeah. it, fuck it, we gonna figure it out. But Lil Duvall, like, that he got a hit, yeah, bro, he had hits. yeah, now he has hits, hits, plenty about them. He was in everybody video popping up. Everybody video. Smile. Baby. I used to. I used to want to be a little dude. Like when I first started comedy, yeah. I used to. I used to wear Jag. Like my first year, I used to just wear Jags jerseys on Jags stage. Jerseys. Every, every no matter where I was. Yeah, man, little Duvall, a beast, man. I remember back saying, when we sucked. We weren't even good then. By the way, like like now we're good. I was doing this when when the Jags were. We were we were good. We're good now. We're a, we're a fire team. Right. We're about to win the Super Bowl next year. You know right. what I mean? But uh, but that was in the playoffs last year. Yeah. Yes, we we beat the Chargers. We were in the second. We went to the second round. Oh, okay, we lost to the Chiefs by, by like what one touchdown? One I think touchdown. like what four points or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But where were we all at here? We was watching the Super Bowl mm-hmm. with y'all. <laughs> 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 
just want to ask you. I don't know if you were close. Wait, you were, are you a Browns fan? I'm a or die you hard a Browns fan. You know? I'm diehard. Die oh, diehard Browns, Browns fan. fan. Okay, okay. Like diehard Browns fan. Yeah, you, you go to all the games. You, you, you nah, got you got a Watson jersey. I prefer to watch it at home. You got a Watson jersey? Nah, no, yeah. not yet. You think he gonna do it? I think he gonna be good, man. Yeah, like he just talented. That's why you spend that type of money for a quarterback. Like it must that. have felt bad just having Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow come just dunk on y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every fucking like year. it would be our division where it's just like <laughs> With Baker just Mayfield. Get, we go from Big Ben to now Lamar to fucking. <laughs> but Lamar up out of there. He requested a trade. They, they, they're not trading him though. He's he up out of there. He ain't playing for them no more. We'll be all right. We we had we in Cleveland dancing, right? <laughs> you still got Joe Burrow to worry about. It's Jamar cool. Chase. It's cool. We see it. People don't know it was strategic, man. We gave our owner got money. Yeah, they want us to feel bad because these other teams can't pay their quarterback. Why would the Browns do that? <laughs> all right, we don't give a up. fuck about y'all not being able to pay y'all quarterback. <laughs> I hope every quarterback leave their team because they can't get paid. Yeah. That's selfish. That's selfish right there. That's just who are the division? Uh, it's uh, like quarterback or teams. Teams. Uh, it's uh, Jaguars, Colts, Titans, Texans. We had Deshaun Watson. We had to deal with the nigga yeah. for years. Don't don't you don't you wish that all three teams have to start a third backup quarterback? <laughs> they they pretty much have to do it. Yeah, that. but they just got our our old backup Gardner yeah. Minshew. But yeah, that's the thing. Now they're saying Lamar might be going to the that I don't want to happen. Lamar might be going who to the Colts. That I don't want to happen. Yeah, it's a right. I mean, we we had to deal with Peyton Manning. We had to deal with Andrew yeah. Luck. Uh, Deshaun Watson was tearing us up. Twice. So remember that? Remember that? Remember the time you had all them? When you wish that like y'all made a deal. That made them other teams not be able to afford their quarterbacks, and they all had to leave your division. <laughs> okay. All you gotta do is win your division against yeah. the playoffs. Uh, yeah, that is pretty true. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, is there anything that you hate before we get out of here? Is there anything that that you be titty? What do you hate? What do you hate on? What do you What do you see? You're like, I fucking hate that. In regards to what? Anything, anything in the world, whatever. What irritates you? Um, rude people. People okay, like no, rude, not rude interaction, rude, like just rude. Okay, like, like, like I'm very like, you know, I get deep on y'all sometimes. Like I'm very like we connected. Like you could feel energy and stuff like that, right? So you could feel when somebody is sad. You could feel when somebody. So I hate when people are just like rude for no reason. Mm. Like you just rude. You disrespect somebody. Like at the end of the day, man, we all fucking connected we all people and stuff like that so it's just like you think i can rub off i hate when people when when people come up to co come to comedy shows with that energy yeah you know what i mean i hate that man i just hate rudeness every just any element like i could be on a date and if she's rude to the server it's just like that rubbed me the wrong way mm -hmm. like you could tell a lot they say you could tell a lot about about a person about how they treat somebody they feel can't do anything for them mm-hmm Right? Yeah. How do you treat the person you can't you feel can't do nothing for you? How do you treat the homeless people? How do you treat somebody that's serving you food? Right? You gonna be I'm gonna be nice to Benji because he giving me a check. He got me on tour. This is my thing though. When people bring up homeless people, <laughs> yeah, but you can say you can, you can go, you can go. You're not giving somebody money, it's not being mean. Okay, okay. But I'm about to say yeah, but you can hey, go bro, with any I'm broke too. Yeah. I'm one I'm one a lot of people run for homeless people. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> even one, even I'm one donation away from being where you at, my nigga. So I don't got it. Uh, but it's about how you do it. Mm -hmm. You ain't gotta be like, bro, get the fuck out of here, man. Get fuck yeah. up my face homeless. Ah, look at this homeless nigga, bro. He's sleeping on the like, like, damn, bro, you that heartless motherfucker homeless. No matter what, like, 
Look at this crackhead. Yeah. And I used to those be like people, that. Young those people too. are crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like making fun of thinking stuff funny, but at the end of the day, you like, damn, bro, this this really a person. This mm-hmm. really somebody brother, somebody that's crazy. dad, somebody that's homeless. That's that's the thing. A lot of stuff <laughs> when you well, I I think also I think that that might ruin comedy a little bit. Not yeah. ruin comedy, but when you when you think Damn, this is a person. Yeah, you'd be like, "Fuck!" Now, now that I think this is a person, now every the perspective, the perspective changes. In comedy, listen, anything is anything is okay mm. if it's funny. Yes, when it's not funny, then it's, it's like, hurtful. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. And but you funny is subjective. Saying? Funny yeah, is subjective. Funny is subjective. So that's subjective. the craziest so thing. You have to be. That's the craziest. You thing. have to be respectful and things like. That. So I always think like, <clears throat> if it happened to me, how would I feel? Right. Like me, I might think it's funny that this crackhead is doing this. But what if that was my mom and niggas was posting my mom on social media making fun of my mom being on drugs? So that's just maturity. Because when I was young, I thought shit like when that was funny. Up. Yeah, when you grow up, you like, damn, bro, that's somebody mom. That's yeah. somebody. Like you were saying, you're 36 now. You yeah, got a family. I got everything, family, bro. Like, like, I, I can just, see why you think. Yeah, think perspective. Like, damn, bro, that really ain't that funny. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was funny. Nah, out here, <laughs> out here I'm, I'm 24. So, yeah, so, so you uh, still on the bullshit. All of us out here who ain't Get got no kids. goddamn cup on my face, you homeless <laughs> bum. Niggas kicking kids. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Yeah. Nigga can't even eat. Look at him. Ah. Where your lunch money? Some of the sandwich. Ah. Yeah, that's 24. Oh, man. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, B Titty all the way from fucking Cleveland, Appreciate man. Appreciate y'all, man. Follow me on social media, man. It's B Titty, I T S B T I D Y. My name actually spelled B Tidy on, on social media. I already started realizing, like, damn, I spelled my name wrong. But yeah. I don't like putting the two D's. So it's B Titty, I T S B T I D Y. Follow me on all social media. And uh, yeah, make sure y'all go check out his skits, his sketches he does like that. Yeah. And uh, you can follow me at Bobby Comedian. As always, this is the Writer's Block Podcast. Shout out to my good people here at the Comedy Zone for letting us do this, letting us, uh, you know, tell people stories and and, and connect, you know what I mean? Um, I appreciate y'all for listening. Uh, this is episode 103 uh, or 102. I forget one of the two. Mm-hmm. But uh, this has been another great episode and uh, we gone.